Um, you all remember Flapjack? Oh yeah, on Cartoon yes. Network. Good this, show. Um, I know more about that show than I should. I, I mean, that was one of my favorite shows as a tween. I and I think in an alternate universe, um, Twitter would have Flapjack memes instead of SpongeBob memes, and I'd understand them because I watched Flapjack. Good. I think in this universe, Twitter has Flapjack memes. I haven't seen a Juan so. Gregory. What? Yeah. They're good. They're I've, good. There's I, a, you'd like a, 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 a Knuckles memeable as hell. Oh yeah, Bubby memeable as hell. Oh yeah. Mm, uh, kid I forgot about Bubby. Kid, kid Nichols, which is uh, Flapjack's like evil twin or something like that, that has two yes. nickels on account of these two nickels. Mm-hmm. Pretty memeable. Memeable. The fact that they used candy as a currency and also as like alcohol, I guess. Yeah, yeah, was interesting. That's correct. Yeah. Not not memeable, but still funny. How are you guys doing today? I kind of want to watch Flapjack now. Yeah, I watched Flapjack like a year ago once, mm-hmm. and it was, I was like, oh god, I forgot about the show, and I forgot how much how, how I remember every single thing about it. Hi, how are you, Greg? I I'm fine. Good, you know, just living. Oh, there's more snow on the ground, which I dislike. Yeah, so that's that's the, that's a negative mm-hmm. for for the week. Yeah, negative for the week. I really think it's cool how. Um, there's like slush everywhere that freezes during the nighttime. Yes. It makes you go, oh, whoops, a daisy. Yep. And that makes me yeah. not uh, be on my feet anymore and be on my ass instead. Right. I haven't fallen this year. That's really cool. Which I'm sure is going to is gonna jinx it. I'll yep. probably fall on the way to my meetings this afternoon. Let me know. We'll see. I will. Okay. Oh, no. I'll go on Periscope on the way <laughs> to my meetings. I'll be on Periscope in my meetings. Okay, cool. Good. We'll be talking about curriculum for next year and- I'll be on Periscope. That that's good Periscope content. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so here we are on February fourteenth, and you know we're what? recording this one. You know what? And also the the, the time just went to two fourteen. That's just how it's it meant to be. Yes, love it. Do you know what February fourteenth is? It means it's the day the Overwatch League starts, yes, baby. Is. I'm wearing my. Boston Uprising scarf. Not anymore. It's on my lap because it was too warm in this room. My Boston Uprising jersey. And also my, if you want to check out this one, it's my Overwatch League sweatshirt underneath. So I got all of it on and I'm ready to go. I'm very excited for tonight. February 14th. Right. And if you're not celebrating uh, Overwatch League starting, then you're probably celebrating Thursday. Or Valentine's. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's oh. on. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's on. Okay. I'm sure it'll be a Valentine's Day episode. Oh, Me too. Okay. I've heard because that it is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah? It is Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I am ambivalent about it. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Some people hate it. And you're just like, that's just not fun. Mm-hmm. Don't hate that. That is a day. It's a holiday where other people are happy. Don't hate on it. See, but like, I don't see the point in Hallmark holidays. It's a Hallmark holiday, but you can still have fun. I thought you were talking about people being ambivalent towards Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because I was just thinking about that. No. no. And then I got upset. No, I don't think people... I, that's just a good show. Mm-hmm. I think people universally adore Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, because Andy uh, Samberg's great. Oh, yeah. Andy's, the whole cast is great. Andy Samberg's character in that show, I found this out yesterday, Yeah, is like 35. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's just... I've never once gotten that impression no, watching the no. show because he's like he's like forty, right? He like just turned forty, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's like a there was like a 
tweet, perhaps, mm-hmm. of us like, oh, okay, here's uh, here's Bo Burnham and uh, and here's John Mulaney and here's uh, Andy Samberg. Uh, here's all their ages. You wouldn't have guessed it, but they're all kind of. I was like, oh, interesting. Mm. It was like the uh, something something in the something. This wasn't a good. I should I should have probably made sure that I had all the pieces of the joke ready Great. to go for that one. But I the OBP. The Off Broadway's player advisor <coughs> taught Bo Burnham stage fighting. What? What? Bo Bo Burnham is a local. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And he was a theater kid, and he literally did productions with this person's son, <sighs> like throughout high school. Mm, cool. And so they're like <coughs> friendly. I think that's neat. That's neat. Didn't know it. Didn't know that at all. It's cool. Um, how many like local people there are. There's not as many as maybe other places, but it's just like, oh, that's neat that there have been people that came out of this kind of area and, and did a good job. Steve Carell owns the general store in Acton. Didn't know that. And like... Didn't know he was from here. And like works there. Mm-hmm. Like li- like literally like you'll go in to get your groceries sometimes and he's like working the counter. And he's like, hey, how are you? That's... I'm great, Steve Carell. How are you? I Thank need you a- for the milk. I I need to start going to act in a hundred percent more because of Steve Stephen Carell. Yes. I don't understand. I don't get that. I feel like I'm not sure if that's an asshole move. I feel like it's a little bit of an asshole move. I feel like for Steve Carell to sell you milk, or I mean, for you to go to Acton specifically to see Steve Carell. No, for Steve Carell to sell you milk. I think it's just like <laughs> I think that. People, uh, celebrities who aren't actually real people because they're celebrities now um, mm-hmm. should stay in their own, stay in their lane. Don't come in my web <laughs> acting like market basket or whatever it is. That's not a market basket. It's I know. like a general store. General store. It's very know. cute. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, like, you got to have a hobby outside of acting and Act, being acting and acting. And his hobby is being a normal person, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's, that's weird. Sometimes he just likes to sign out of his bank account and then just act like a lower middle class. What person. does sign out of your bank account mean? Sign out. He just resets it. his password for like a week, and he's like, "Don't give me my password. I have to earn this." <laughs> he works at the general store for a week. Yeah, and then goes back to having millions for twelve dollars for twelve dollars an hour. Yeah, because it's now twenty nineteen, folks. It's not eleven. It's twelve. He pays himself like thirty dollars an hour, and he's like, "That's minimum wage, right?" And everyone's like, "Have you seen that?" No. Bill, that, oh, I'm, I'm sure I talked about this before. Have you seen that Bill Gates? Like he was on like Prices Right or something, and yes. he had to guess, yes, mm-hmm. what different things like were priced, and he was just like, "Oh, milk. That's got to be like what, twenty four bucks." <sighs> that's wild to me. And he, we're just, just like, "No, Bill Gates, that's wrong." Oh. Tide Pods. Okay. Wait, I was way off base for the milk. $6? And then they're like $24. Yeah. Yeah. It was... <laughs> it's wild to me because Bill Gates actually is like a down-to-earth person. I've heard. But he's like a down-to-earth person who legitimately... I, I, I can say this with, with confidence and I don't say this about many people. Yeah. Legitimately has better things to do than like do his own grocery shopping. Right. Because he has to like cut malaria rates by 50% in Africa over the past 10 years. Good for him. Which he did, which was announced in the Gates letter, uh, which came out recently, yesterday. Right? It was recently. because Even maybe, or or Tuesday. I remember seeing the news that like Bill Gates was, was just like, oh, here's what Bill Gates been doing. 
Yeah. Every every year, him and his wife publish uh, this document called the Gates Letter, That's and they cool. outline all their kind of hopes and challenges for the next year. That's really and cool. Very wholesome. That is wholesome. And I Jeff got- Bezos can solve world hunger five times over and still have one point one one billion dollars, or excuse me, eleven point one billion dollars left. I went to the Gates Foundation when I was in Seattle. Yeah. And throughout the course of a very excellent, yes. like week long trip, I still remember like the hour that I spent at the Gates Foundation as probably being like the most impactful oh, cool. moment. Mm-hmm. It was cool. They had like a welcome center and stuff, and you mm-hmm. could find out uh like all their stuff. There was a bunch of like interactive activities where you like, I don't know, figured out how to like build a well and like stuff like that. Um, and then there was God, a start digging wall. so fast. <laughs> yeah. Start digging idiots. Start digging idiots. It's Lewis Sacker's holes time now. Oh. AM- six feet deep, six feet in diameter. We're going down. AMC. Mr. Sir commands you so. AMC dramas have prepared you for a fucking unrealistic expectation of how long it takes to dig six feet into the ground. You will be here for hours. I forget how long it was. I remember Lewis Sacker's holes is an important part of my middle school experience. I like that you call it Lewis Sacker's holes as if it's like... <laughs> the holes that Lewis Sacker Yes. Has. Well, just... Or like as if it's this like sprawling like literary work. Like I, I feel like literary works that become... <laughs> classics or especially when they get adapted to like a movie or a tv show will be like it's not necessarily holes it'll be headlined as lewis sacker's holes like this is like Like carl sagan's cosmos this is this is stuff like gerald's the great gatsby film yeah this is well it's Mm. not his film Boz, it's his book. Boz Lorman did what he wanted with that I film. Kn- I know I'm saying that like it's a classic book. I was trying to make it is. wrap it around and trying to make it, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but then Boz Lorman said, what if I just made Leonardo DiCaprio a hot sad boy? And also, I don't know, Joel Edgerton's in there too. I and forgot then I about him. I got on a school bus and I saw it for a class field trip. Yeah. And Everybody said, wow, this was so great. And me being a contrarian asshole, oh, I said, no. this was a pile of garbage. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember liking that film. Uh, Alex and I mm-hmm. and our friend Gianna last night uh, found a classroom in McGovern that was empty. And we watched the entirety of Hereditary. It's very good. It, we All three of us didn't like it. As much as movies in general from that studio, yes, are movies that I adore. Okay, they are not movies that I ever really tell anyone to watch. Ah, it's just it's essentially the same type of experience as watching like a foreign film, where like if you're really into it and you're ah. into that style, yeah, it's gonna be great. When people ask me what movies to watch, I don't tell them to go watch a foreign film. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell someone right. to, go to, like, to watch, watch Hereditary. Like yeah. I love Hereditary, but like I-, I just know that that is not everyone's cup of tea, and I think that's completely fine. Yeah, so it's a, it's like it's a thing where maybe you appreciate it on, on like a different level because you like a twenty four. I do. Or and I'm, it's like, I'm it's like oh at, okay, I like the style so much that I can appreciate it a lot more. I'm looking at a twenty four merch. wow they make really cool uh like limited run like shirts and like they make a lot of cool hats which is sad for me because i'm not a hat boy Mm. Um, i've never i can't picture you wearing a hat i no it's can't can't do it you shouldn't 
don't i'll try not to anymore um hereditary was weird um it was like cool until uh i I liked the plot and i thought it was pretty interesting i was oh man that's fucked up until like until like joan was a cultist yeah yeah and i was just like "Eh." and then like all like the spooky stuff like the later half of the film this is spoilers for hereditary i i don't uh we don't need yeah whatever uh if you haven't seen it you ain't gonna see it yeah let's well i mean we saw yesterday so i guess that rule that's true but i mean like it's on 2019 on february 13th i think there's enough in that film to if you talk about one thing it won't yeah detract from the experience all of the like the ghost and occult kind of stuff Mm-hmm. And the latter half of the movie, which just felt kind of random. That felt like the pacing was really weird for the last half of the movie. I agree. Yeah. Um, in the last part, I was just like, I guess that's the only way it could have ended. Mm-hmm. But also like, okay, sure. Yeah. There's a really phenomenal moment in Hereditary that's actually in one of my lectures. Which one? Which the moment? semester. Um, it's about like an hour in. There's like a transition shot from like a pretty bright frame and it transitions and it's really important to watch it. I mean, I saw it in a theater, so it was magical. Yeah. Um, But like if you watch it in a room that's very dark, what it does is there's this frame that's like full of light and it's very good. Like it's a well lit shot and it transitions. And in a normal movie, what would be a jump scare is instead they shot it specifically in a way that they knew the cut was going to take your eyes like two to three seconds to transition. So something's in the frame the whole time and they cut away and you don't see it. And depending on how fast everyone's eyes adjust, you see the, the spooky thing uh, at different times. Do you want to recording and tell me what it was, if this is a spoiler, or just say it on the podcast? Because I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering. What I honestly know. don't remember the specific oh, okay. thing. So okay. You're just making general because you forgot. I remember like the technical detail, and uh, like in my lecture is like the technical detail. I'll probably try and pull the scene. I remember which shot it was. It was uh, basically just like a shot of like a landscape of the whole entire house, or like just everything, and then it switches to night immediately. Yes, they, they use that shot. Oh yeah, we yeah we commented on that. Yeah. I was like, that was yeah, really, they, they did it twice. It was really cool. But there's, I, there's I didn't there, I didn't see a thing. There's some spooks. Oh in the, shit, in the frame. We didn't see it in a, a theater setting. We saw it on a overhead projector. Yeah, Which in is, McGovern. Yeah, McGovern probably means all the lights were on. No, well the, the lights the, were off. Yeah, okay, that's the good. lights in the classroom. Yeah, so yeah, but it was still like it wasn't the ideal watching experience. But Hereditary yeah. was fun. Um, it was it was cool, but I felt like the occult stuff could have. And the pacing of the second mm-hmm. half of the movie was kind of strange. The lead who played Annie, though, phenomenal. Oh, she's actress. so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she she did so good. All of A24's horror stuff is like, I'm really into it, but I feel like people who go into it being like, I want to watch a horror film. Ah. Uh, like, uh oh. Like, A24 just tricked you into watching an art house film that's a little spooky, you fucking idiot. What's A24 also done? Keep it quick. Um, they did It Comes at Night. Okay. Uh, which Haven't was heard of her. phenomenal. All right. Um, I don't know. A ghost story is not a spooky thing. It's like a weird thing, but it's another. That's fine. Pro Tools just, uh, Pro Tools just had a GPU freeze for about 20 seconds. Cute. It's just hashtag just Pro Tools things. Am I right, ladies? Um, you do want to talk about A24, what they were doing. 
Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that all of that recorded. Sure. We'll, we'll find out. Hopefully. Post. Uh, but yeah, a, 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 a 24 has done some, some cool spooky stuff. Uh, they did, uh, the witch that's Her, was their first, yes. uh, big kind of horror thing. Uh, and then they did it comes at night, yep. uh, which was the summer of 2017, uh, which was very good. Uh, again, I think it was very good. I saw it in theaters with people who did not like it at all. Um, but yeah, you know, they, 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 they like doing some, some weird spooky stuff, but yeah. then they also like making Bo Burnham's eighth grade, which everybody should go see. I need to go see that. Cause I, I heard it's so, so good. It's also on Amazon prime, uh, video. So if you have Amazon prime, it is free. Ask if she wants Actually, to pretty much all of the A24 stuff that we've talked about and all the A24 stuff that we haven't talked about. It's pretty much all on Amazon Prime because uh, they're kind of their streaming. We uh, watched it on Amazon Prime. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah. great. Uh, we also had a little thing drop yesterday. Which last one? Night. Oh, the Nintendo Direct. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, Big Yoshi. Big Yoshi. Fat Yoshi. Big Yoshi. Yoshi. I played Big Yoshi. I was playing Big Yoshi before the two of you came over. Which one is this? Yoshi's Crafted World for the Nintendo Switch. Every single Yoshi game that's come out in the past six years are all in the same game in my head because I've played none of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It's good. That's nice. It was fine. I I, I played the demo. Because they they announced during oh the demo came the out. Nintendo Direct last mm-hmm. night that you could get a demo mm-hmm. right now, uh, which is I love it when, when a common thread that. with Nintendo. I like when Nintendo now. does does stuff like right now. I think can we talk about the concept of directs? Yeah, yeah. I like how like it's like a nice like Franklin Delano Roosevelt fireside chat. Yeah, yes. You're just like you're just like hey boys, uh, we're hey. gonna talk for a little bit about what, what's happening on hey, the world. Hey pals, yeah. Hey. Here's, what's Here's some games. Yeah. Here's some games. I like how they announced the day before. Well, yeah, exactly. I think I like how they do that because the thing is, if it's a good tactic, because if you announce it a week before, that's seven days of people to come up with wrong things that are going to be in the direct, and people mm-hmm. get mad that the things didn't happen in the direct the next day. I that's like seven times as much time. I'm already guilty of that because I heard direct and I said they're going to talk about Animal Crossing, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they didn't, and I was they like. Sure didn't can't believe they didn't talk about animal crossing i wanted isabel to say the title of the next game well and we didn't get that isabel talks like yeah so i don't think she would have done that. i wanted that i still wanted that i still wanted that i want great i want yeah i want that to be the title um yeah i so my direct experience uh, was as follows um i was in class and i had Twitter updates on my phone that I was just refreshing. And then I went to go see the highlights at like 2 a.m. because that's when the next time I had time was. Uh, 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 they announced like a bunch of different games that are going to be on the Switch that are like reboots or just like ports. And I was like, those are some interesting choices, such as like Assassin's Creed 3. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. <laughs> that's right, Assassin's Creed fans. Finally. The thing that you've been clamoring for. <laughs> the one a that remaster, everybody wanted. A remaster of literally like the most polarizing entry in the series. It's not even a port. It's a remaster. They put effort into it. They thought about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think they just kind of slapped remaster on there. 
I, I'm not quite sure. I didn't watch the trailer. I just heard that it happened, and I was like, what the hell? I mean, they didn't show it. Oh, yeah, they kind of did. And did they show James play? James play? Did they, they show they, James play? The, it's a new Assassin's Creed. The, old, new, old, the new old, the the new new Assassin's old Creed Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Good. Yeah, they, they, they showed a little bit of uh, gameplay. Uh, of, they, not, they, of not Ezio Auditore de Firenze. They showed gameplay of not uh, the winter uh, chapter in the Isn't game. That, I thought which there was is, only a winter chapter. I never played it. Which is the part where I stopped playing because oh. you have to run everywhere. I don't in like the game running. and it's it icy. is bad because yeah. there's snow everywhere and you move slowly. And I said, nope, this game is not worth it. When I get to snow segments in other games and there's movement impedance, I go, you know what? Sure. This is worth it because I'm invested in this game. Nope. Assassin's Creed 3 went back to GameStop at that point exact moment wow. back to gamestop back to gamestop goodbye we're they going, gave we're me going seven dollars probably <laughs> oh yeah uh, but you know what i don't care that's how much that game was worth to me about seven dollars that's fair um it's coming out for 60 or something <laughs> that's fucking i think that's why they honestly i think that's why they put remaster on it because then they could sell it for uh, true, true. Uh, sixty dollars i see uh, what are the things with the direct? Uh, what was like one of the first? Things We're forgetting about the most important thing in the direct. Yeah, the biggest one. Well, the biggest one. That's what we. That's why we, they put it at the end. That's why we're going to talk oh, about it. Oh, it wasn't at the end. Oh, which one are you talking? About? Are you saying that anything was bigger than the fact that renowned Twitter joke Tetris Battle Royale was actually fucking announced at this Nintendo Direct? I okay. So there is. I, I, like I said, I experienced the direct a lot in real time through Twitter updates. Yes. So I was just like, how the fuck? Alex, did you see this? Uh, I saw tweets. Yeah. It's Tetris Battle Royale. They literally said, just like, the, what was a popular game in 1980? What was a really popular game in 2018? See, but here's the th- here's the thing. Tetris yeah. is a popular game now. Yeah. Oh, like, l- like, people love uh, the Tetris game for PS4 uh, that came out last year. That a lot of... Oh, the pretty one? People kind mm-hmm. of... It flew under the radar, but uh, yeah, it came out. There's also a VR mode for yes. it. God, uh, and people about. literally say that it is the most like incredible, like gaming experience that they have had. Like all the music syncs up mm. with like you like dropping tetronomos and like clearing lines. Like the music all like changes and like it's a bunch of like EDM and like dance music. <sighs> That's great. and it's just super nuts. I really hope they do a PC port. Because I have two VR headsets for PC, which means it would be irresponsible for me to buy PlayStation VR. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. Uh, so the way Tetris Battle Royale works, Tetris 99, I think that's what it's called. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, is you play Tetris mm-hmm. as one does. There's yeah. also 98 other people playing Tetris. And like they can like target you to put garbage blocks underneath your tetronomos mm. uh, to, to you know to raise it up so you know so you're it's harder for you. It's kind of similar to uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris in the way of like well and Tetris Attack, which mm-hmm. is a Super Nintendo title, and that's probably why uh, where Puyo Puyo Tetris got their thing. I was yes, yes. from my experience with the, uh, okay, I didn't know that. Sorry about that. Sorry, weird. Te- Tetris Attack has like a one v one battle mode which is kind of like the same thing. And Tetris 99 is essentially, hey, 
Wouldn't this be more fun if there were 98 more people involved? Which in this absolute bloodbath is mad, which is correct, which is a free game, yeah. which is a free game, which I have downloaded and already played. And it's very fun. Oh, wow. Because I just I love te- te- Tetris is like the game that I will buy for every system. Like mm-hmm. I like, oh, I will pretty much always have a way to play it on the go. When I had my 3DS, that was it. Yeah, uh, I would play on 3DS and it used to be my phone um because i like puyo puyo tetris i like puyo puyo but it mm-hmm. ain't tetris but like true. like pure unbridled tetris it it is a different it's a different tetris. experience yeah yeah um cuz they got all the funky modes and stuff that's fun yeah um so you said on your 3ds guess which wasn't in the direct uh the 3ds I hope that it is in a grave somewhere, which partially pains me to say because it was a great system yeah, that I, I had many a lot years time with. Into it. But also, I've owned a Nintendo Switch since launch day, and every time something cool gets announced during a Direct, and at the end they say it's coming to the 3DS, I get very angry <laughs> because I don't want to play it on the 3DS. Yeah, I, I want to play it on the Switch. 3DS got a baby screen. Two baby screens. Two baby screens. It's also just weird to me that their marketing is very much like the Switch is a handheld console. This is a handheld console. It can connect to your TV, but this is a handheld console. Yes. But mm-hmm. then they're still like, but there's still 3DS games. And it's like. This, we were to have a handheld. What are you doing? They stop. Already right. one. Yeah. There's already a, like, you, you can't have both. E- e- either show me a revised version of the Switch that will play Breath of the Wild at 4k with high dynamic range Mm. or kill the 3ds because you can't have both you you can't have both and still both have my and still have my attention right because i'm i'm not interested in i'm not interested in an underpowered home console and an underpowered handheld console i'm just interested in the switch being powered right and getting all the games and yeah. i don't care what they run like exactly like i've had the 3ds long time mm. switch time now big time yeah now. i i ain't want to try to play a game on my game boy advance unless i want to i'm keeping my 3ds right now just for a pokemon machine you know yep uh um, yeah and also yes yes and then uh in Two or so years when uh, we start getting Pokemon ports on the Switch, I'll, I'll throw out my 3DS. I'll just yeet it into a fire. Or yeet it into the GameStop to get $7. No, because I don't Hell want... Hell yeah, gamers. I don't want the shame of bringing in a 3DS. Wait a minute. You and 30 million other people. <laughs> exactly. I'm done. I'm done trading in. Me too. Yeah, I, 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 made, that, uh, yeah. I made that decision... I technically made that decision a couple years ago because I haven't traded anything in yeah. since then. But I like basically hard made that decision. I think when I got the Switch, mm-hmm. where I was just like, you know what? Like I like the Wii U for what it's worth. I could trade this in, get money towards the Switch, but I would rather keep it because years down the line, if I want to buy a Wii U, 
and I miss the threshold of when we yes. use our two dollars. <clears throat> and instead yeah. they rock it back up to being eight hundred dollars. Yeah, being like, oh, they took on eBay. Collect- These yeah. are collectors consoles. It's um, just like, no, this is an old console. I just don't too good. Yeah. I just don't feel like messing with like the collector's market anymore. So right. it's like, I mean, I, I literally like I have all the current gen consoles. Yeah. Hmm. And I just I, I'm gonna keep all of them. I probably will never again get all three it it was very much a product of like i worked for residence life yeah but also because i like working yeah in general i also had four other jobs yeah so you just had and all of my income was disposable yeah because you were yeah you didn't have rent to do because you were leaving working for res life and i had no food expenses either yeah because you so literally i had literally no expenses but was pulling in like a decent amount of money so i was just like i'm gonna buy xbox one which is the last one i got and it plays halo which is essentially what i got before to root Re- revisit my childhood um before we get back to the nintendo directory and you just you just realize what we might get do you think that we're gonna get like ps5 xbox next whatever it is this yep year, yeah during, it's during um, this year. i think it'll be announced i think it'll come out next year yeah, yeah like yeah because like um, they haven't done that for a while and also you're talking about like a switch pro or whatever mm-hmm. i was like i haven't yeah. considered that I see, but I hope they don't do it. Since the, so I'm not sure. Sh- <laughs> I'm not sure if they're considering like uh the switch like the co- the console of this gen. Are they? Because it's a handheld console, so they are concerned. It it it's considered the first eighth off the top of my head. I think I so like the PS4 and Xbox are still like seventh generation okay. of consoles. And many people put the Switch in as the only 8th generation console right okay, now. Because, sure. I mean, the Wii U came out in, like, 2011. True. Was that generation 6 or 7? That was 7. That was 7. Oh, uh, boy. So, I cannot so, put the Wii U in the same tier as Xbox and one of the PS4, sure. And then, well, uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, which is a weird thing. But, I mean, when you compare the Wii to the PS3 and the Xbox, True. I mean, the, the Wii was a 480p console like in the time of those i forgot about that um crazy mm. but like yeah I, I i mean that i know for sure the ps4 came out in 2013 because again like i was like a launch owner launch, uh, for that launch boy i think the xbox came out early in that year because the the playstation was like november mm-hmm. it was like end of the year but yeah, so I mean, it's been six years since those consoles have come out. Like, it's time. Co- companies are because I keep looking at the pro versions, mm-hmm. and then I slap myself, and I'm like, no, right. wait a year. Because honestly, like, I'm not playing that much on console anyways. Like, I'll just pick up games that aren't coming to PC as they come out on console. Like, I bought Kingdom Hearts. Like, I played God of War. Yeah um i played red dead and stuff like that um but it's like i I don't play on console enough to justify getting a pro model and then in a year or two getting like whatever the new thing is so i'm just like just wait like i will probably get a playstation 5 
maybe it'll be able to play PlayStation 5 sounds so weird CDs again because mm. the PlayStation 4 can't play CDs and I understand that that's a very minor gripe but as somebody who works in the music industry that make me angry make me angry it doesn't cost you any money it costs you a little bit of money just a little. to allow it to play CDs and I understand that people aren't clamoring for the ability to play CDs but it's like a three dollar per unit licensing charge to use the codec just i'll just slip you a little you you got venmo (laughs) hey sean layton do you got venmo president of sony (laughs) entertainment good morning gamers that's ea whatever Mm. uh 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 there's two more things i want to hit on the direct very quick um there was uh the new Fire Emblem game. Mm-hmm. Are either of these boys in this room besides this one who's talking right now interested in Fire Emblem? I am interested in trying it. Yeah. Yeah. You? Fire Emblem is fine. I like, I, 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 I like Fire Emblem. I think it's good. I, I think it's just kind of not. It's the It's the mix of things that I don't like kind of in a strategy game which is like i like strategy games which are very like big yeah overall so like i like like civ yes and being in control of like everything yes fire emblem to me just feels like a standard ish jrpg with more steps steps that i maybe all the time don't want to do that's so fair. it's like they're mm. they're Usually if I'm like, I might pick up that new Fire Emblem game, I'm like, or I could play like a JRPG mm-hmm. and I'll go back and I'll play like, like I got a SNES classic. So I've been playing Final Fantasy six, which is actually Final Fantasy three, which is actually blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, right. The yes. SNES Final Fantasies yes. are a mess um, <laughs> for localization. Um, but it's fun. Uh, there's mechs in that game which i always forget about and they're real big and dumb and stupid we love that and i love it we love, love mechs mechs we are great mechs. uh the new fire emblem game is just like what if it was a harry potter <laughs> which is interesting i hit the, my mic with my nose so many times I'm that's sorry. fine it's funny i don't have time to edit that out yeah, so. you're, not, you're not gonna have to uh <laughs> so you, you that was my nose name so uh the, the game is like oh we got these three big kingdoms, mm. and you go to a you go to a school in the middle of these, uh, where these three different is like three different houses, <sighs> uh, and you're a teacher, and all of your units are your students, mm. uh, and that's kind of silly, um, but all I want is a Fire Emblem game to play on my Switch. That's sure. all. So I don't really mind. I'll give it a shot. It's it didn't blow me away. It didn't make me very excited, but it's just like yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. Where's my Harry Potter JRPG? Well, you got it. Get on that square. Uh, it's Fire Emblem Three Houses. Disney's dead square. All right. Time to hit up Warner Brothers. Mm. Kingdom Hearts is dead. I don't know that. I haven't finished three. But you got to the you got to the parts of Caribbean parts. So oh yes. my god, I'm going to talk about this for exactly <laughs> 30 seconds because okay, I don't know how many people care. I already don't like Pirates of the Caribbean. I just I I don't know why. I will also be completely honest and say that I don't like them to the point where I haven't seen them, mm-hmm. which is a little unfair. 
I mean, for it's... me to say, I've seen the sixth one, which I know is <laughs> not the one to watch, just because I happen to be with a group of friends. Six? It might have been the fifth. I don't care. I just happened to see it with a group of friends who was like, we're going to watch this tonight, I guess. And I didn't have anything better to do. So I watched it. And the Pirates of the Caribbean world in Kingdom Hearts reaffirmed my long-held notion that the only thing that those movies have going for it is that disgraced shithead Johnny Depp is smarmy in them. Mm -hmm. And I don't have two hours of my life, which is pretty much how long it took to play the Kingdom Hearts segment to dedicate to a project whose only merit is that Johnny Depp is a little smarmy in it. And therefore I, I have basically decided that I will never watch any of it was so bad. It, it I was saw screenshots. And I was like, Oh, the art style changed a little bit and they're dirty boys. Well, it, yeah, it, it also just like stylistically with kingdom hearts doesn't make any sense. I, yeah, I was, and I saw I, tweets I, of it. I was like, this is a joke. So, this is a joke. This is it's a real so one. stupid. Is it the first live action world in kingdom hearts? It's not live action. Well, no, but like live oh, action. Oh yes. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, it's still the only one because mm-hmm. it was in kingdom hearts two. I want to say, I don't know. There's like 12 kingdom hearts games. Yeah. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 3, which is the 12th game, which is all you need to know about that series if you want to know how confusing it is. It's not. It's Yeah. it's. I'm not going to get yeah. it. Um, uh, last part of the direct, uh, which I, oh my God. So I, I see it in class and I'm just like, oh, quite cool, cool, cool. So they're like 32 minutes into this 35 minute direct. It's like, it's like 5, 32 p.m. They're, it's getting to the end they're gonna announce the big one whatever that is because then the way nintendo's directs work is at the very end there you say but wait there's more and then they do the snap thing with their fingers and say it's uh it's switch time mm. and they give you yeah. uh, your the big announcement and guess what that big old announcement was it was legend of zelda link's awakening remake which i didn't expect was gonna be it was thing. legend of zelda link's crafted world for the nintendo switch so i i was like oh that's like a top that, that was a top down game plus like a side scrolling portion. Yes. Like I and the 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 music for the entire game was it's that one. The, the temple theme. So I was like, okay. So what's this gonna look like? It looks like overcooked. Didn't expect it to look like overcooked. It does. It looks exactly like overcooked. And there's a chain chomp in the in the trailer. It's so cute. And I was like, oh. And that's a cute little game. And I can't wait to pick that up for hopefully twenty nine ninety nine. Nope. Nope. What? Full retail. Nope. Maybe not gonna pick it up. Anymore. I also am kind of torn on whether or not I'm gonna pick it up because it did um, it did leak. I, I don't know if this is technically a leak. Best Buy put up pre-orders oh. and it is listed as fifty nine ninety nine. Now that could be Best Buy. Just assuming, mm. I would pay forty dollars. Yeah, I pay I pay forty minutes for forty dollars max. That's how much I paid for Captain Toad. Yeah, that was perfect for me. Yes, because I feel that, I feel that, like that a, was like a, the perfect price point. It's for a me. Captain Toad tier looking game. Yes, of just like oh, this will be nice and cute and fun to play. Mm-hmm. But rather than like a, I'll invest a lot of time. You might invest a lot of time into Captain Toad or into Link's Awakening remake, reboot, whatever. But p boot p boot, but not a six dollar game. Yeah. Maybe it's be, like, because it looks cute and because it's a remake. That's why I made why I thought it was gonna be thirty instead of sixty. I feel like on principle, 
I have to buy it because I paid $60 for Let's Go Eevee. I, uh, which yes. I which I played in one weekend, beat it. Yeah, beat uh, cleared the entire Pokedex over the course of a week, and now it sits in my game case mm-hmm. and doesn't do anything because Nintendo and Game Freak haven't had good post game for like six years in the Pokemon games. Oh, which, which is, is all, real sad. Which was also not in this Nintendo Direct. Mm, no, po- but no Pokemon, Pokemon doesn't usually do. No. They usually have Pokemon Direct. Well, people also pointed out that all the titles were summer titles. And minor. And that they didn't cover anything for the back half of the year. Didn't recognize so that. Didn't see that. Pretty That's much true. people are saying that Pokemon and Animal Crossing oh my God. and all that will be the holiday games, which makes total sense. So, so, so this so, is this is going to be the E3 Nintendo Direct that we're going to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. But so like the big nut direct, I as, it, as we like to call it. I thought industry. it was a really strong Nintendo Direct. And then it's I went on fine. Twitter and I saw people pointing out that it's only the first half of the year. Yeah. That's a batshit crazy first half of the year. Yeah. Th- th- this is as good as some people's entire years including the holiday season that's true and like yeah. like People. xbox's holiday season last holiday what was it i still don't know mm. i own an xbox and i don't know yeah like i couldn't tell you a single game that microsoft released for the holiday season last year that made anything that resembled an impact i think they hoped it was going to be that tomb raider game that everyone played and said mm, no thanks no thank you uh so yeah, so we're gonna wait for that big nut direct uh, mm. in July, right? Um, so uh, what else? We is there anything else we gotta talk about today? No, I think. Oh, that- I got I got one quick thing, mm-hmm. which is uh, two of my f- favorite music groups or individuals this year are both releasing double albums, which makes me excited mm-hmm. because. That's Vampire Weekend and Marina and the Diamonds. She just re- announced her double album this morning. I didn't see that. It's called I It's called it. Love and Fear. Huh? And it's eight tracks for love and eight tracks for fear. Hmm. There's also that. totally going to be a Carly Rae Jepsen album. Oh, yeah. she She's uh, just working on the track list. She uh, posted about it on her Instagram recently. Thank God. And then didn't she like debut a song for Queer Eye 3? For the something? Queer Eye trailer. Yeah. yeah. It was... It was a bop. Yeah, I didn't listen it was, to it. It was good. It was a teaser, not a full release. It right? was not a full release. Yeah, oh, okay. it, it, it was a thirty, maybe forty-five second ad. Yeah. So it it was just a cute little dingling, yeah. little little tidbit. Yeah, that's nice. I like tidbits. Uh, since we're talking about music, yes. uh, Matt and I also saw some bands last weekend. We sure did. Uh, we went to Uncharted. Yeah, which is a place in Lowell where uh, they play music uh, live. Yep. Um, and we saw uh. A band that I like, well, I like now after seeing them, Future Teens, um, that we recommend. And Matt also saw one of his favorite bands. Daisy Bones, they're local. And Future Teens, I really, really, really enjoyed. Yes. And then there was Pity Pattern, and there's Weekend Friends, and Weekend Friends with the headliner band, and they were okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend, weekend, not Weekend. I fucking, sorry. The Daisy Bones track I worked on is about to pass like 20,000 plays on Spotify. Which Which track's that? Which is neat. Uh, I mastered Scratch. Scratch is good. Scratch. Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, I, I check in on it every now and then. Yeah. Check just, on the baby. Take a, take a little 
peek. A little peek. Just see. Wait, what's up over there? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Thanks. How you doing, dear listener? We're, I think, wrapping up. Yeah, we're signing off. Thank yeah, because I have a meeting in 15 minutes. And I have I'm glad cl- I looked I've, at a clock. I'm glad I looked at a clock because I have class at three and I have readings to do because we love grad school. Right. Greg, where can we find you on Twitter? Gregory P. Mahan. Matt? You can find me at, at Nintendo. Tweet pictures of Toad at him with a very strong human legs. And yes. diaper on. <laughs> diaper. <laughs> Locked and loaded. I'm at 420Hazen on Twitter. And I'm at Matt Hazio on Instagram because... I, I um, posted something there recently. It was a, there was a picture of the Uncharted venue, and I am Wedge Fry on Twitter and Instagram. And I just posted a picture today for Valentine's Day. You should go like it. It's really pretty. I took it. Yes. Uh, and uh, I liked it. Good. Thank you. And uh, go uh, follow us on Twitter at Harley T as well, uh, because that's where you get all the updates and uh, whether we're canceling our uh. <laughs> podcasts <laughs> and, and uh yeah. also uh if we have any more uh just life accidents maybe the roof roof will just cave in one day you know hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah baby have a good one greg you stomach growled <laughs> i hope people heard that oh definitely <laughs> <laughs>